0: Hi, this is Cynthia Roberts, and you're listening to Everyday Leaders 50 and 50.
1: This is Everyday Leaders. I'm your host, Melanie Ake. Everyday Leaders is an inspirational show to help you develop strategies to overcome everyday obstacles in your life. Today's guest will share the disciplines that she's practicing every day that is allowing her to achieve a life of success. Today's Everyday Leader shares how her journey has given her the opportunity to develop unique programs, programs that are making an impact in her community that will also have greater impact in the world. Her passion and determined mindset have allowed her to lead the way and pave a path for others to follow. These leadership lessons are ones that you too can apply every day to live your life with success. Dr. Cynthia Roberts, Dean of the School of Business and Economic for the Indiana University Northwest Campus is my guest today. Everyday Leaders, 50 and 50, show three of 2019 starts now. Welcome to the program, Dr. Cynthia Roberts, IU, Northwest School of Business and Economics Dean. I am so happy that you have joined me today on Everyday Leaders 50 and 50.
0: Well, Melanie, it's so nice to be here, and I really appreciate the opportunity, so thank you as well.
1: Yeah, we connected through, again, I hate to say, you know, the six degrees of separation, it always seems so much closer than that. When you start thinking about the people that know people that know people that say, you got to know each other, uh, that's how we connected. And I love this because it brings me back to my old hometown of Indiana. And I live in Indianapolis, but I'm traveling so much for work. And so people that are doing great things with IU and the IU School of Business, so important for me to get you on the program and, and share what you're learning, what you're doing to help our communities. So thanks for coming on. And uh, I really, you know, today I really want to walk through uh, leadership lessons that you are, are really instilling in influencing people that you you know, is in your life from, um, you know, a student perspective and then just the things that you're doing, um, and the way that you think, right. Because leadership is all about mindset and having you on this program is, is a great opportunity to showcase people that, you know, uh, everybody that I know from IU has this very high standard. I mean, every collegiate, I think, facility, you know, wants to, um, put themselves in that position, but I really, uh, Maybe a little prejudice, right? <laughs> but, <laughs> <That's okay. laughs> but I really believe you know yeah you, you know, your purpose is to inspire, to lead, and you do it so well. and and so the people that are watching you, um, you have such great influence over. so so thanks for coming on to share that. And um, and part of this, Cynthia, where you are, you're in the northwest part of the state, right?
0: Right, right, right in the northwest corner, literally from our campus, it's probably a little less than an hour right to Chicago. So we're right up there.
1: Right up there. And so a lot of people that, you know, may be listening to this show in different parts of the country, you know, they think of IU in just Bloomington. And, and so what's been right. neat is across, you know, through the years, uh, things have developed for all kinds of campuses. You have satellite offices, but you're really um, helping this, this Northwest part of um, IU Business and Economics School grow. And, and so right. tell me about your journey. Um, you know, I you know you've done a lot of stuff in your past, um, but for um, the last several years being at IU, What's been the biggest uh, challenge for you, you know in this in this change of millennials to the other generations? what's going on with with iU School of Business and economics? What is the thought process behind you know how we connect to this next generation?
0: yeah, and, and you know it's it's kind of funny you you started the show with inspiring as a leader, and um, I think I have one of the best jobs, really. I love my job. It's <laughs> awesome because I teach leadership, so I kind of. You know, I have access to um, a lot of sort of the current thinking around leadership, and then I have the opportunity to also teach that and, and sort of encourage my students to step up and, and take on uh, leadership capacity as well, too. So it's kind of the best of both both worlds. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and um, IU has a series of regional campuses, so our mission is directly tied to serving the needs of our region, and that's, that's Northwest Indiana, so it's typically about a six-county region, and it's um, really related to what, what the community needs. So we put on programming where um, we can really help uh, develop our workforce, um, my faculty are also very engaged in the community, and we really do help and promote the economic growth and development of our communities. so it's it's kind of a neat thing. It's not just the book learning piece, but it's also um, making real impact and change in the community and in our in our workforce of the future.
1: It's so um, important. so that's, that''s
0: kind of it's super rewarding and exciting, and I love it, and every day is a little bit different. Some days are more challenging than others, of course, <laughs> but um, it, it, it's kind of a great place to be. And, and our students are, are typically, um, they're a little different than what you think of as a, as a traditional college student. Um, a lot of them are a bit older. Uh, a lot of them are parents. They're, they're kind of your non-traditional, uh, I think, uh, on our campus, I think our... our um, our percentage of first-generation college students is close to 70%, which means, you know, they're the first ones in their family that have ever gone to college or ever thought about going to college. And, you know, so that's that's exciting, but mm-hmm. it's also a little more challenging because they don't perhaps have some of the support network at home that they need to be successful, mm-hmm. you know. um I was a first-generation college student myself and sort of had to navigate that whole thing. But when my kids went, it was like, hey, you need to do this. And, you know, how about thinking about this? So I was able to coach them a little bit more. Uh, And I think some of our students are are missing that resource at home. Mm -hmm. Uh, Kind of the other thing that's changed over time is... College is a heck of a lot more expensive, mm-hmm. you know. And I'm not gonna. I mean, back when I went, back in the day, you know, <laughs> when I went to school. You know, I, I grew up in the Illinois system. I'm a, a Chicago native, and it was a, a heck of a lot more affordable. Mm-hmm. So I think they're struggling with just a lot of things that perhaps uh, college students in the past have not had to struggle with.
1: What's different now, though, if you think about the way we're designing the classes, you know, when we talk about all these leadership principles and is, Mm -hmm. are we designing uh, classes or learning the structure around, you know, what works best for different skill sets? So like you say, they may have challenges at home. Um, And I know there's a variety of ways that, you know, technology kind of brings into us. So what are the things that you guys are doing to connect to those types of, you know, Uh, enrollees or students that are you know trying to achieve their degrees but you know maybe they can't get on site
0: yeah um, lots of challenges That you know the interesting thing is some of the leadership uh, principles have not changed much Mm -hmm. and um, I'm I'm a firm believer in uh, leadership is sort of learning through action and experience Mm so if you learn the process of, of personal development and you know practice active learning or reflective learning so you're, you're doing something and maybe that didn't go the way you thought it was going to go and you kind of reflect on that and then maybe that causes you to change your thinking or your behavior so that the next time you approach that situation, uh, you handle it differently
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, so that, that's kind of one of those universal skills that you can use you know, in, in any situation yep. it just happens to be kind of tied into our leadership curriculum but it, it applies across the board um, so so that's, that's kind of one of the things we're doing. I think um, our program is a little bit distinctive than any other business program because we do focus on leadership and teamwork. And, again, those are both two very important capacities. I was going to say skill sets, but I think it's more than that. It's, you know, capacities for how are you able to influence, how are you able to make your case and persuade others and perhaps motivate others, as well as how are you able to work collaboratively uh, in, a, in a team setting because yeah. no one can do anything by themselves anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the, the notion of leadership has changed over time. It's not just about you. Sure, you have to learn things and you, you have to develop some skills, but it's also about uh, collective capacity and, and some of the newer literatures around leadership is social capital. So it's not just you, but it's also building relationships with others that you have to work with.
1: Gosh, if you can't influence... We we, we give them a really good foundation. I'm sorry? uh, I was just going to say, you know, I didn't mean to interrupt you, but, you know, you talked about influence. And influence is so important in the world because... You know, as you go out and you try to build businesses, you know, you talk about the business and economic structure. You can't mm-hmm. really formulate a relationship or understand how what's going to affect both parties, right, without having some influence <laughs> and understanding the other person's perspective. And so leadership, leadership in this, you know, um, degree is so important that people have access to this. Uh, and, and so... Yeah. So keep going. What are the other things that you guys are doing? I, I love hearing about this.
0: Um, I, I think uh, a lot of our coursework, and it, it's sort of built through the curriculum, uh, we uh, give them a lot of experiences. So it's not just the book learning, but it's also team-based projects, uh, projects in the community. Um, we have our students out engaging with business members in the community to help their businesses. So. So they're learning how to interact. They're also, you know, another important piece of leadership is just understanding that you have the capability to do it. And we call it self-efficacy, that you believe in yourself enough that you can do it. Mm -hmm. Um, Kind of one of the the first leadership lessons is first you have to believe that you can be a leader and that you actually are capable of influence, right? So it's, it's kind of that mindset that you have to get in, like, wait, I, I can make a difference here, and I do have something important to say. And yeah, it's yeah. sort of kind of bringing that value piece to who you are, that's really important. Yes, and I think, yes. you know, by enge- engaging in the community, that's kind of a really nice way of doing that. It's a very active, engaged way of, I think it's a more powerful lesson for our students than just interacting in the classroom and taking exams and that kind of thing.
1: It's so important. You just hit on. Hopefully
0: that answered the question.
1: Well, you know, (laughs) we all have a, sometimes some of us do, but you know, my word for 2019 is believe. And you hit on a great leadership topic. I think Mm -hmm. that's, you know, it's key to understanding, like you can go to school and you can read all the books, you know, and you can take all the tests Mm -hmm. and you can get A's on all the tests and you can be the valedictorian and, and you can be smart. You can be book smart. But if you don't have that core value of, I believe that I can make a change or an impact in doing something different or unique or finding my own own way or my own strengths to create something, right, in our society, yeah. that's the key, right? And that's what you're teaching. Those are the skills that, you know, not everybody gets or not everybody gets that we need to pass on. <laughs> so that's... and you don't... Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. No, that's why it's so important that you're on this program because... I, when I talked to you initially, we connected on that whole feature, like we understand this right from the core of our belief, (laughs) we believe it. And so how do you, Mm -hmm. you know, having you in this position, it's not just a position to you, it's your life. Like you want to put your life blood into people. And so I love your energy around this. And, and so, you know, going, going through, and I know, (laughs) and I know that it's such a passion of yours, but you know, what are the things that you're hoping um, to achieve, you know, next from what you've learned right now? So what you're learning and then and then what's going to happen from this development of this program?
0: Um, you know, I think we're, we're trying to grow it in different ways. So mm-hmm. we uh, we offer a sort of a, a very basic business degree, both at the graduate and undergraduate level, and we're looking to expand that maybe into other sectors. So from a formal programmatic um, you know, planning possibility. We're looking at perhaps healthcare management. So you know, looking at the industry sectors that we can service, maybe a little bit more closely. And healthcare is certainly one of them in our area. Mm-hmm. Um, again, I, and I think uh, so. So that's kind of the program piece, but also there's there's sort of this mission and values piece. And uh, we had a really great faculty meeting today around just how do we get more engaged in our community, and and how can we make more connections mm-hmm. to to help the area grow. I mean, if anyone knows anything about Gary, my gosh, it really needs all the help we can give it. Mm-hmm. So, so, you know, how do we get our students involved in the community? How do we, um, again, sort of instill that self-efficacy in even our community partners? Like, no, you can do this, and no, you can believe in this. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have a really exciting program going on right now, and it's offered through an Innovate Indiana grant, which is actually coming out of the Bloomington office. We're working with 15 entrepreneurs from the Gary area, and um, giving them the skills they need to start their business. They have a pretty good, solid plan, but sometimes all they need is, again, that belief that, no, really, you can do this, and we're giving you the tools and the resources to do it. So, So that's kind of the feedback we've been getting from them. They're about halfway through the program. And the other piece is, again, building that social capital or that network around... When I do get stuck, do I have somebody I can go to that can at least help me find the answer, or you know that I can bounce ideas off of? So, so it's it's, it's again not just the learning and the belief piece, but it's also kind of making those connections and using a network and developing your social capital as well.
1: It's so the so business—that's
0: kind of really yeah. exciting.
1: I'm the, the, sorry? The, the business resources, you know, you're teaching so many life yeah. skills. Uh, And that's what's so critical, you know, if you can get through a program like this, right, if you don't give it from other resources, this is kind of the mentorship, if you will, one on one of teaching you some critical life skills, Uh, because that's uh, if you can pass this, right, if you can use this, apply it, learn it and live it and believe it, um, you can really be, you know, really successful on your way to success.
0: And the other neat piece is it it's kind of like an aha moment for our, our participants as well, and sometimes even our students. It's like I had no idea that other people were struggling with this.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So, you know, you're never alone. You're never as alone as you think you are. It's just a matter of sharing, and then you find out that others have perhaps gone through that um, and can share their wisdom, or perhaps you can, you know, if you're at the same phase, you can kind of go through it together. Mm-hmm. But you never really have to be alone. In fact, that's probably... Um, you know, one of the, the things that I, I'm, I'm not a real fan of is when you say it's, you know, super lonely at the top. Well, maybe you shouldn't be at the top. Maybe you should be more in the middle connecting to everyone. Right? <laughs> I love so, that. Yes. <laughs> so it's not about, you know, being at the top and the summit by yourself, but it's about being in the middle and making sure that every, every part is working well and we're all collaborating and sharing and supporting each other.
1: It's so that's so true. And that's a little
0: bit, you know, it's a different model of leadership, for sure.
1: It sure is. And and when do you think that that actually changed? You know, when you because you've been in this business world and you've done a lot in your life. And so when do you think that kind of that, that idea started to transition as far as from a teaching perspective?
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, maybe say last ten or fifteen years. I mm-hmm. think it's become more um, mainstream and a little bit more to the forefront. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we used to think of leader as is the solo job that had to do everything and make all the decisions, and we just can't function that way anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, everyone has access to information. Uh, things are super complex. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they're global. You know, they're all interconnected, and one person just can't possibly do it all. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I think that's one of the things we try to instill in our students because they still think that, you know, while well, the leader will, you know, whatever that formal authority is, will fix them. Like, no, no, you have to step up and do your part as well, right? Mm-hmm. We all have a role in this and we can't be passive, passive, uh, you know, passengers on the road of life here. We have to sort of command our own, um, kind of make sure we're impacting in a, in a way that we're happy with.
1: Mm-hmm. So true. You know, and so, so many leadership principles, as you talk, I'm sitting here thinking like, okay, awareness, intentionality, stretching ourselves. (laughs) There are so many things that matter, you know, that, that, that's kind of, um, important as people become aware of themselves, where they are, what they want to achieve, intending to do the things that they know they need to do to step forward, right. To step forward towards a goal and then being able to stretch themselves, like you've talked about is You know, can I stretch to the capacity? Can I get the resources that I need to help me achieve my goal, right? Because sometimes it's really hard for, even if you're not in school, but in in life, right? You want to try a new task. You want to try a new goal. You want to try a new exercise. You want to join a new gym, you know, but you've got to do all these other things to coordinate the help that you get to surround yourself, to get those mentors, to get those accountability partners Right mm-hmm. to make sure that you can achieve that, and so uh, yeah. your program really is critical for anything you're going to do in life. And so that's why I, I, when we were talking, I was like, <laughs> "You have to come life, on my the program." Course, right? <laughs> yes, it's the, it's the <laughs> and, and it really is. You know,
0: and sometimes it's just taking that first step. I think that is the scariest, right? Mm-hmm. Because you really don't know, and and I think we all have this this fear of the unknown, right? And it's never going to be as bad as you've anticipated in your mind, right? So it's Mm -hmm. getting past that first, you know, kind of feel the fear and do it anyway. And, Mm -hmm. yeah, it could be hard, but you know what? Uh, When you have to struggle a little bit, when you have to go through a little pain, uh, it's it's kind of that old saying, no pain, no gain, right? You sort of have to get through that, and it, it puts you in a stronger place. You've learned something. Uh, As I tell my students, you're not failing. You just learned something different, right? And you need to, you know, figure out how to do it differently. So it's not about giving up. It's about just keeping, knowing there's going to be some difficulties along the road. I kind of call it the speed bumps, right? Uh, Knowing that you're going to have some speed bumps, it's like what are you going to do with that and how are you going to move past
1: it? So now, wait. The you got to talk. Bone, like, okay, now, um, me? I said no. Okay, now you got to share your painful story. <laughs> what was the biggest lesson that you learned <laughs> through all this? You know, because as you've transitioned into this type of position, what did you learn? What was your aha moment where you go, Oh, this is what I'm supposed to be doing"? Because I learned this.
0: Yeah, you know, it's it's kind of like an incremental thing. I don't know if I've ever had a real aha moment, but it, it seemed that. You know, I I had my first career was in healthcare, and I really enjoyed that. But then you sort of get to a point, and you're like, you know, I'm just not that happy in in here anymore. And I just not, you know, I'm not doing what I want to be doing. And it's it's sitting back and reflecting, okay, well, what do I really like about this? And and how could I leverage that going further? Well, guess what? I'm going to need to go back to school. So, okay. So so it's kind of like taking incremental steps along the way doing something that you feel you know, you'd be more passionate about Mm -hmm. and I I really, I I feel sad for people who feel like they're stuck right, because we all have options we all have choice and it's it's a matter of trying to figure out you know, what's going to make you happier or what's going to be a better fit for who you are, you know, where you're at in your life and what are your talents, you Mm -hmm. know, how do you leverage those talents the best you can
1: Mm -hmm.
0: so I I guess, you know, getting back to your question, I don't think I really had an (laughs) uh aha moment but they do a lot of like incremental steps, like, yeah, you know what? I'm not really cool with this anymore. I think I need to be doing something else. Mm-hmm. And I really enjoy this part. So let's learn more about that and explore options there. But so, that's so great. And over time.
1: It's, yeah, that's so great. Oops, because, I'm sorry. No, it's great. I'm sorry. Because we have, you know, so many people that listen to this program say, well, I went through this or I got pushed out of this or something dramatic happened mm-hmm. to make me change. Right. So your lesson mm-hmm. is. You don't have to necessarily have something that just, like, says you can't do this anymore or you have to make this other choice, right? It could just mm-hmm. be within you to say, I'm ready to do something different. I am I am mm-hmm. ready. I'm taking this purposeful step. And that's really about what education is, right? You're investing in yourself because you believe that there's something out there that you could experience that you don't have the opportunities today. so. That, that's what I absolutely love about your message. So, okay. I'm not going to interrupt you anymore. <laughs>
0: but no, no, that's okay. I know we're kind of like, that's okay. We're just excited about the topic. So you just keep going and it's like, Oh yeah. And then there's this. So, and, and I, you know, I've had my share of issues, right? I mean, we've all, you know, I've, I've gotten to this point in my life and, you know, we've worked through divorces and, um, I, my, my eldest son, uh, struggled with, uh, addiction for many years. Mm-hmm. He's uh, doing really well right now, but we all go through issues. Um, I'm in uh, a position at IU Northwest because my other position was eliminated due to a merger. So, I mean, I've had things happen, mm-hmm. right? But it's like, okay, so how do we get through this? And then, you know, once you're through it, reflecting back, I'm like, okay, maybe that wasn't, maybe there was a message in there. Maybe I did need to go through that. Mm-hmm. And actually, you know, even, you know, considering the struggles I had with my son, he has made me a better teacher in the classroom, right? Mm-hmm. So I've, I've put put that into action uh, with my co- students, right? And, and, and some of the stuff I've learned through that process, I can directly apply to other situations now and help other people. So it, it all, you know, retrospectively, it's like, yeah, you know, I needed to do that. Or, you know, we had to go through this to get to the next step. And if you don't go through it, then you'll never get there. So, yep. so yeah.
1: Don't be afraid. That's the, I think, I think that's kind of the message too of, you know, don't have the fear or let the fear kind of be behind you and take that step.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's hard. I mean, it's, fear is paralyzing, right? I mean, you can be, and I'm not, you know, I, I, some, there's some days that I'm like, oh, man, I just can't deal with this, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I don't want to go there. But at some point, you get ready to go there, and you just have to go there.
1: You just have to go there. So, so who are your mentors? Who inspires you? Who keeps you on your path of accountability and and just going for it?
0: Yeah. Um. I over time I've had. I'm you know, kind of been thinking about that question. I've had a lot of different mentors for different reasons. So, um. I really enjoy working with my current uh, vice chancellor. She's awesome. Uh, again, she's um, very optimistic. She's very high energy. Uh, it's. You feel good when you, you know, it's kind of like somebody who will, like, make you feel good about yourself, right? Yep. Maybe when you're, you're having those moments like, oh, man, I just can't do this anymore. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is not a really good day. <laughs> and then you meet and you go, okay, I can do this. You know, so it's, it's, it's somebody who kind of keeps your, your spirits up and encourages you when you don't think you can get through it. Mm-hmm. So. so, yeah, I think she's my current one. But I've had, you know, starting back when I did my internship for my very first career way back, I don't know, a few decades ago yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know she she was one of my instructors at at my clinical site in one of the local hospitals and you just like she's amazing she yeah. is just the most patient person and she's very competent and you know just a really steady force and you know at that point it was like I, I kind of got inspired about going into teaching so mm-hmm. so different people come along um you know, for different reasons and and I think we can learn something from multiple people, friends, professionals, family, neighbors, you know social social um, groups. So they're they're out there. and I think they appear when you need them, which is kind of fun.
1: That's what's awesome. Yes, they can appear when you need them. And so I think the message here is looking into your life and just trying to understand you know how that changes. Right, and so the the relationship mm-hmm. that you have with those people that influence you, that inspire you, that are able to keep you kind of grounded, right, in what you're going to mm-hmm. your your purpose is next, and so mm-hmm. it can change because some people think, oh, I'm going to have this one person my whole life, right? And there are mm-hmm. some things that we do for seasons, and some things that we do for reasons, and people talk about that all sure. the time, you know. And so, um, as I think, you know, the message in some of the audience here is don't be afraid to take that step and don't be afraid to change, you know, a relationship with somebody that can influence you and give you access to things that you may not have thought about, uh, and encourage you. Right. And because as we've learned through the years, I mean, you know, somebody that you thought might've been a really good fit, it was just for a certain part of that, but they didn't, they hadn't been on a different journey that can get you to where you really wanted to go. Uh, and so, that's just, you know, the yeah. teaching of don't be afraid and, and really kind of, you know, taking that ownership in, uh, in your own values, right, and understanding what your strengths are. And I have a, a really interesting question. I don't know that we've even talked about this, but, um, and you've, you're such a leadership coach, but have you taken the, um, the, the assessment of strength finders?
0: Uh, yes. I actually, I did that as part of my doctorate program several years ago.
1: So tell me, I, I really, um, I get people around that. I coach people around that. Tell me about what, your, what you feel about StrengthFinders and the value in what that brings.
0: You know, somebody, um, somebody gave a really good metaphor that I'd like to use for that. And I'm like, oh my gosh, that makes so much sense, right? So so the whole point is that sometimes we focus on um, correcting things that we're not good at, right? And we should all kind of be aware of that, right? But mm-hmm. if you're if you're only focused on fixing the things you think are quote-unquote wrong, you're probably not leveraging what you're really good at, right? So it's, it's trying to figure out, and you're going to be much happier and much more successful if you really leverage the things you're good at. And I think that's the value of the StrengthsFinder is that you find out what you're really good at. If you, you know, if you like to connect with people, or if you're really, you know, like to be around people and are motivational, then maybe you should go into careers or vocations that sort of really leverage that, or mm-hmm. positions within your current work. Um, one of one of uh, my former colleagues said it's kind of like a baseball team, you know. The people are, the pitchers are the pitchers for a reason, and you don't take your catcher and make him a pitcher and just tell him to get better, right? (laughs) You you, you naturally, and like, I totally love that. It totally works, right? You don't take your right fielder and make him the pitcher because the right fielder is really good at right fielding and the pitcher is really good at pitching. So... So it's putting, you know, people or, or even yourself, you know, utilizing your own strengths in the right way, and that's going to make you just feel better, and you're going to have much more success.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Sure, focus on some of the stuff that you need to correct, but, but really, it's it's about leveraging what you're good at. Mm-hmm. Uh, there, there's a neat, um, there's a, a process, I don't know if you're familiar, Melanie, with a process called appreciative inquiry.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And this is, this is coming from my uh, organizational development practice and, and background, and it's It's the same, it's sort of the same philosophy applied to organizations. So it's not just about you as a person, but it's also what do we do really well on an organizational level, uh, level and then how do we leverage that, right? How do we even get better instead of focusing on fixing all the bad stuff? if we turn our energy to what is more energizing and positive and motivational, we'll we'll actually move the organization that way. Mm-hmm. But it's kind of a matter on what we, you know, it matters on what we choose to focus on.
1: It so does. You're be much
0: more successful if you focus on the the positive strengths. So trying does. trying to fix the deficit. It's
1: so hard, you know, and I think for so many years, you know, and it's kind of been our culture, you know, that's what's changed yeah. too is – We had a lot of manufacturing facilities in the United States. And for just a multitude of reasons, things have changed. I was talking about this with somebody the other day. You know, Windows 95 was in 1995. It was called Windows 95 for a reason. It changed how we did everything. And that has not been that long ago. When we think about 24 years ago, right? We didn't have these computers sitting in front of us at the same capacity with the internet and all the Wi-Fi and all the things that we do today at our fingertips. That was not the world that we lived in. And so the job market, the the things, the way we connected, you know, a lot of us work from our homes now. Um, A lot of us do different things globally um, that we were not able to achieve as fast. And so as we talk about you know the future gets shorter because things are done so much faster and that's right. that's so true and so from your perspective doing this you know teaching the leadership from a business and economics perspective i think it you bring so much value to your students and and kind of to what they're going through to have that awareness right of if you're not learning this right. you know you're going to be way behind uh, and so right. w- learn it and absorb it, right, at your own pace and for your own community and for your own family and for, you know, whatever you're going to do in your life. But it will affect right. how quickly you can catch up to society, right?
0: Absolutely, absolutely. You know, we, we kind of keep hearing this, um, you know, that we're, we're, we're um, admitting students now, and most of them, you know, the jobs aren't even around yet, you know, when they graduate the, the world of work is going to be completely different so, mm-hmm. you know, the more you learn, you know, kind of the human relations piece and the uh, way to think about things, the critical thinking piece and your own self-awareness of reflection you know, we can train you for a, a specific skill mm-hmm. you know, a specific task to do but that task could be gone right? <laughs> you know, in five years, as soon as technology changes again, it's not about that skill anymore, but it's like what are your innate abilities that you can bring to no matter what you do? Mm-hmm. You know, and that, and that's all around the kind of the human relations piece, right? So it's, you know, the leadership stuff and the thinking and the communication and the teamwork. That's transferable no matter where you go, no mm-hmm. matter, you know, personal, professional, family, social, whatever. Um, those skills are important in all of those arenas.
1: You are making better people. That's what you're doing. <laughs> you are creating a know, culture. Know, yeah. yeah, really. Uh, it, and it's yeah. so critical. So, man, I love, I love, I love your passion. And um, I just thank you for doing what you're doing, how you're doing it, right? It, because it it isn't a skill set anymore. It's we are teaching the, the philosophical practices about why yeah. business matters for your life. So,
0: Right right? Uh, you know, one of the things I like to, to say to my students, too, it's not just about sort of what you're learning. It's about how you want to be in the world, mm-hmm. right? So, so it's that being piece. And, and, and what are you bringing? Are you living your values? Are you living authentically? You know, how do you, how do you want to be present in the world, right? So it's yep. not just about what can I do, but how, how am I going to be? and that's a, that's a, they kind of look at me like what? <laughs> I'm like no no like you know what you know not what you want to be like i want to be a policeman but like how you want to be in this world how do you want to be present how do you want people to you know think of you i think that's equally You know, something to reflect on and something to be intentional about Mm -hmm. um, versus just doing, right? Mm -hmm. No, you need to think about how you're being as well. Mm
1: -hmm. Well, and you know, we do this whole little leaderships, uh, (laughs) I teach leadership classes through the week, and it's this whole like belief statement of I am right? When you say, uh-huh. I am, right? You guys may do this exercise in class, but it's so true because it's what you think about yourself today. And then maybe, you know, once right. you get this degree, right? So once you go through these classes, then what will you say? I am, am I worthy of doing this? Am I going to create this? Am I, right? So it takes you right. on that journey. Um, and that's what some people just kind of give up on sometimes in life, right? They kind of say, sure. Yeah, I used to be that, or I didn't think I could ever do that. So uh, I, I just want to use this show to encourage people to say, hey, if you haven't taken that step, if you are still stuck, if you don't believe that you can, take that next step. Enroll in a class. Get involved in a, some kind of an education system that can help you develop your skills and your strengths and your, and your attitude, uh, you know, about what your strengths are. Because uh, everybody has a purpose, you know, everybody has a purpose.
0: And Yes, it's it's that finding your why, you know, (laughs) Mm -hmm. why am I here and, or, you know, why am I thinking this is holding me back, right? So kind of getting to the whys of everything can help people, you know, reflect and clarify what they're about and, you know, why am I so scared about that? Well, you know, then you you start unpacking that and you find out, well, maybe you're not really that scared about that, so... Mm -hmm. So just spending some time reflecting on that, I think, is a very useful exercise.
1: You know, a lot of the times, and I think, you know, if the fear comes from because it's the unknown, right? Fear is always because of unknown. So once we start to discover and uncover the things that we didn't know, uh, it becomes a lot less fearful. And if you can find people that come on your journey with you to connect to, like yourself, to go into a, a system and a school um, program to say, hey, this person really believes what they're teaching, and they can connect me to if this really speaks to me, um, then I'm going to learn a lot about it, and I'm going to be so much more confident, right, in life. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's absolutely awesome. That's awesome. Well, Cynthia Roberts, I really love you. I thank you very much for coming on my program. Do you have any last thoughts for us in in leadership lessons or books that you're reading or adventures that you're doing that we can be connected to through you?
0: Um, actually, I, I do have a LinkedIn page. It's uh, I think it's uh, Cynthia Roberts, PhD, OD. Um, that's, that's probably the best way to get in touch with me. I also have a Facebook page, but I haven't posted too much on there lately. Um, but I, I just really uh, love what I'm doing. And if I can Help somebody along their journey, then that's that makes me feel better as well, right? I feel like I've done what what my purpose is. So, um, really appreciate the opportunity to chat with you, Melanie. It's, it's it's delightful, and I just love what you're doing with your podcast. They're so cool. Thank you. And I think you're you're spreading a lot of great wisdom to, to many many more people than I am. So <laughs> <laughs> really really enjoy it, and um, wish you wish you the best going forward and. If I can be of any service in the future, please do not
1: hesitate to contact me. Oh, thank you very much. I really appreciate it. And, you know, the invitation's always open, as I say, before here comes the Leadership Summit March 2nd. If you are available and you want to come down and enjoy that, we're going to have lots of fun um, bringing all the podcast guests in and um, hosting the Leadership Workshop at the Art Museum in Indianapolis in March. Oh, wow. Oh. So, yeah, so I'll send you some more information on that, but... Um, but have a great 2019, and thank you very much for sharing your story, your journey, and getting us encouraged to get back in our life and uh, and do it.
0: <laughs> right. So well, thank you so much, and a happy 2019 to you. And uh, just delighted to be a part of your show.
1: Thank you.